Amanda Balcasar. So excited. Yeah, no. Merch peeps. Hey, hey. Yeah, I can't believe it. I think you were on in July. We did like a Christmas in July. So it's been almost a year. Yeah. For good, for good reason when it comes to, you know, merch and all that kind of stuff, though. But I I love still being able to get on and chat with you guys. And there's just so much that overlaps when it comes to anything that you're doing in the entrepreneur space. So exactly. Well, we Amanda, first of all, like she recommends the very best book. So if anybody <laughs> likes to read, uh, definitely ask Amanda for what book recommendations because I've every time she mentions a book I add it to Audible or Kindle yeah and they end up being my favorite books so well thank you and you know what's so funny is so years ago so after college when every you know subject and books I, I used to hate to read like I never read for fun ever ever mm -hmm. and then like in college they shove them down your throat and like when I was done with college. I was like, I'm totally done with books. I'm never reading again. And then it's funny. So my husband and I started like in the econ business, we actually started selling books. Like that's how it started. And I still didn't read a book for like the first two years <laughs> we were in that business. And then slowly I got turned on to personal development and realizing what a staple it has to be in your life. If you're going to, you know, to continue to grow and I'm um, especially, you know, being self-employed entrepreneur, um, it's absolutely imperative. So it just became a habit. And with each, you know, um, epiphany or awakening that you get from a book or an audiobook or a podcast, um, it starts to get addicting because it they are there really are things in these books that are life changing. I'd rather take somebody else's wisdom than my own. I mean, it's great to have your own experiences, right? But like that's why we read books is because somebody it took them years upon years upon years to um, you know put together this wisdom for you to just be able to divulge in however long it's going to take you, whether it's, you know, a few days or a month, you can take in basically their life <laughs> and exactly. really be able to look at that and kind of apply it to, you know, what you're going through. So I love it. I love it too. And it's like, yeah. I can't believe how just like my level of happiness has gone up from the amount of books I've read. Like it's just, it, it's so amazing to hear people's stories and see like, where they were and what they overcame to get where they're going. And like, yeah. it's just, I don't know, it's so inspiring and, and so great. So yeah, I read I all the time. Yeah. Um, I can't wait until you two ladies publish your own books. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, but you know, what's funny is so forever, like people would even say like, oh, you have a lot of stuff, you know, would you want to share a book? I was like, absolutely not. Like I'm a talker. Like I am not going to sit there and write long form, blah, blah. But then, so I go to um, podcast movement, which I actually suggested you ladies go to. So hopefully you guys do go because I will. Yeah. Um, so podcast movement last year was the first time that I went and I just happened to step into one. They have different sessions. And I picked one um, with Chandler Bolt, who does, I think it's called self-publishing school. It's been a while that since I revisited that. But anyways, he goes into discussing how simplistic it is once you break down writing a book, um, how like basically easy it could be. And I was like, wow, yeah, there's a book in my future. Not like tomorrow, but there definitely is yeah. because the way that he laid it out and how you can structure it. And then obviously you truly don't have to write it yourself. You know, you can speak it and have somebody else write it for you. And so it just made it seem like this massive thing that I'm just like, absolutely never to, yeah, yeah I could actually kind of see putting together something. So it would take a while for sure. But, um, yeah, he makes it seem to where like now, even with you guys doing um, different things with like KDP and stuff, you know, it just kind of levels the playing field where things are a little bit more in reach to be able to do that, which I think is amazing. Yeah, well, the it last is. time Chris Green was on our show, he gave me a deadline of when to write a book by. When's the deadline? It already passed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't do it. It was by the end of last year. He's like, what would be like an easy deadline for you? And he tried to make it like really long and like, <laughs> I still didn't do it. But his idea was like, just write a free book, um, almost like a lead magnet type thing. And it's like, we tend to think of a book as like, oh, it's going to be like this massive, like wow. masterpiece instead of being like, he's like, just do a top 10 list, like top 10 reasons to do merch. Yeah. Slap it together in a book and that's it. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Well, well, like kind of what I thought before, and I think that this could be something as well, which could make people not so intimidated 
would be if you're thinking about your topic of whatever you want to talk about, and how about in each chapter, each topic that you want to talk about, make that a mini book. So like, then it can be, that can be like your lead magnet, but then it's not just like, hey, this is just a lead magnet one and done. It's actually just a bite-sized step towards your entire book. So right. I think that that could be cool to do. And then like throughout that, you're actually sharing. And of course you can revise it, slap it all together. And then you're like, holy cow, I actually wrote like this, you know, you I know, right? So this wow. leads really well to talking about essentialism because it's like yes we could do that <laughs> right but there's so many things that we could do so so tell us a little bit about what is essentialism yeah like, in a nutshell. oh gosh so okay so I'm gonna but there's not like I don't know the definition I didn't memorize the definition um but basically essentialism is you know you really want to pare down to the things that are truly most important to you overall and evaluate every all of your actions that you do need to be going towards those things and um if it doesn't you're out like it's kind of like um what's up uh, mari I can't say her name. Marie Kondo. The the oh, Marie Kondo. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry, Marie Kondo. Um, like that's so simple. But anyways, so like that's the and her um, what is her thing called? Oh, it doesn't spark yeah. joy. Yeah, yes, but it's like when you're um, simplifying, not simplifying. You are a like a minimalist. Yeah, minimalist, exactly. So that that's her version of minimalist and the physical world. This essentialism is the minim minimalist like in your life, in, yeah. in all of your activities and stuff. So that's basically it. And that's really it's funny. I did get to a part in the book where they were talking about, "Hey, listen, like legitimately if you are going to do something and this doesn't and I don't think they use the word spark joy. There was an example where they're like, "If you don't say, you know, heck yes." And I think he actually yeah. said the other word, but I don't know if you guys are explicit or not. So I'll be I'll behave. I'll try to behave. Um, <laughs> if you don't say, heck yes, it's a no. Like it's automatically, yeah. you know, and so it's just very cool and liberating to go through and evaluate things in your life like that, because then you're eliminating that indecision as well. And yep. it's like, dude, like if this isn't like I'm all amped up about it, then you know what? I'm going to pass. And it just, it's very freeing. It is. And it's, I, oh my gosh, I was reading the whole thing and like, I, it's so weird because I feel like I'm so different than everyone else like everybody says shiny object syndrome and all these different things and i'm always like but i always focus on one thing like that's always easier for me and so i was reading the essentialism book and i'm like i do this i already do this i already only focus on what i want to focus on and i realized that somewhere along the way i realized that it's easier to say i can't do something than i won't and okay. that is what I do. So a lot of people have brought it to my attention and been like, Helen, why do you say you can't do this? Why do you say you can't do that? And so I tried to not say that and say I could do that. Right. And it always just felt like uncomfortable where I'm just like, I don't want to be able to do that because I know I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And so that's my defense mechanism is I just say I can't Yeah. instead of saying I won't. And it was yeah. very interesting to me because I'm like, wow, I wonder when I picked that up or when I started doing that. Um, so I got to figure out like new language instead, instead of saying I can't do something yeah. to somehow say I won't. But people don't accept won't very well. I, I think that's people get offended when you're like, no, I'm not going to do that. Well, <laughs> at least you know I think that there's ways. So we had actually um, you guys, did you guys know Kate Erickson? She's John Lee Dumas's girlfriend. Um, they're big in the podcast space. And she actually had, had come on our show. She just started a new one, which is called Ditch Busy. Mm -hmm. And it's very short. It's just herself. Um, and she had prior to that, she had a, a podcast that was um, like five years. She went on a strip and then she just changed it a little bit because her before it was kind of doing an overview of their um, their business, her and John's business. And then she was like, okay, well, I've done everything I'm going to do here. And so she switched over and it's, there's small stuff. She's doing it two times a week right now. And they're basically like the ones that I heard, they're, they're relatively short. And she, that was her whole thing. Like she's really, really good at being in control of her time and being conscious of what she wants to do and focus on. She said it like it took her a while to get there, but that's what she felt compelled to do because she sees so many people running around, pulling their hair out, feeling like they have to do all the things. And it's just like, 
like you're you're accepting this like you're saying like yes i'll i'll do this stuff when you truly you don't have to and like it's like it's like we're looking at our calendar and if somebody says hey are you free on this night to do something you're just basically like well i'm free so yes like no that's not how it works like yeah. you know what maybe i don't want to do anything yeah so taking a step back and i think that so people that if this is a habit of yours already and you find yourself like just saying yes to like all the things because it is hard like you know and i know people will say you know like as as women a lot of times like we are people pleasers right and like we want to help and if you're especially if you're a mom and you want to do something for school and you want to feel like you're contributing and yeah. you're just like want to like be the super mom whatever and like it's it's not that's not what it's all about so you want to be able to have a little bit of it to give yourself a buffer. If you're used to always saying yes, you don't immediately have to make a decision. Realize that. Give yourself permission that you don't have to make a decision on the spot. So we say, you know, give yourself that a little breathing room if you need that so that you're not always committing and then you're not feeling awkward saying no. Just say, you know what? Let me get back to you on that. Like I have to check into some things like and then maybe that'll help to give you composure. Like, how do I want to respond? And then the yeah. other thing that I feel is really necessary for women, oh, well, anybody, I guess, but like women, moms, whatever, is that you don't feel like you have to also follow it up with an excuse. A yeah. no is OK. No means no. Or yeah. you know what? No, I'm not going to be able to do that. Whatever. And it doesn't you don't have to give a reason. You know, yeah. and I think that that's also very freeing. Um, and again, it doesn't mean that we're selfish and we don't want to help people. It's like there's a lot going on and yeah. if you are feeling it. You are not going to be able to be your best at that time of whatever you're saying yes to anyways. So reserve your energy so that you can be your best for the things that you are going to dedicate your time to. I think that is so true. I think that's something I need to practice. Like my way of saying no has been, I can't instead yeah. of saying I'm not going to. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah. I need to practice just saying no, because I think it is damaging when you say you can't, because you start to believe you can't instead of like, you're choosing not to. Yeah. Um, yeah. So take think, your power back, girl. <laughs> yeah. I think I need to practice yeah. just saying, no, I'm not doing that right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I'm even worse. My way of saying no is just Yes. Yeah. I say yes to everything. So I, and I, I've been yeah. trying so hard to tell her no. Like she said she wasn't gonna go to Tennessee next week with her husband. And I'm like, no, you're gonna go to Tennessee. Just stop whatever you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I've got too much to do and we've got this launch and da, 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 and she's uh, like, just go. And I'm like, I don't know if I can. <laughs> <laughs> there's always going to be stuff to do. There's always, there's never going to be a good time. Yeah. Um, so when you're, what are you going to Tennessee for? Just for some fun? Yeah. My husband travels for work and it just happened to be one. He's like, Hey, do you want to tag along? And I was like, yeah, but I've got to get this KDP course going by March 1st. And <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we'll definitely go yeah. for sure. Yeah. Have a good time. Work it in. Yeah. Weave it in. Yeah. <laughs> So tell us a little bit about what, what your takeaways were from the book. Like, how have you been applying some of the things? Oh, my gosh. So it's just taking a step back with everything. So one of the things that I really, um, and this literally, I never heard about mind mapping legitimately up until it was last, like, April or something. And so um, I had started using this program called MindMeister. And you can, I think there's a free version or whatever. Um, and so my first, before I even read the book, my first kind of um, stepping into realizing how important it is to pare down what you have going on um, and really focus on, you know, th just the big picture of things, but then eliminating all of like the, the frivolous stuff. Um, and that's when I put all of the, the stuff. I was like, why do I feel like we are have like so much going on? Like, this is crazy. And this is right. It's really funny because this is right when, um, there was, oh gosh, um, Jacob had come out with like his KDP thing and I hadn't done anything with KDP. I barely had touched merch in a while, but we had all of our business. So we're in e-commerce. Okay. So we have four different Amazon accounts. We have one that's a wholesale one that we're actually phasing out. We're going to be phasing out more because of this whole essentialism thing. Nice. Uh, we have our main pet brand and then we have um, another brand. Okay. So we are working kind of like a toy type kids brand. And so 
we had all of this. And so we started simplifying everything but our main pet brand and really putting effort into that. But what happened was last like April or whatever that was, and I, I put on the mind map, like everything that we going on, like here's the main business, here's the income streams, here's where we have to like dedicate our time and what we want to do. And when I looked at that, I wanted to pull my hair out already. I was <laughs> like, no wonder I feel the way I do. Who, why, why do I have, I don't know any darn thing about KDP. Why am I, why am I looking at potentially doing KDP right now? And I was, honestly, I wasn't, I wasn't looking for myself. I was going to use it as an experiment to um, have one of our VAs go through the course and just be like, you know what? I think that I need to get better at like managing projects and keeping myself out of them. So maybe I don't need to learn, right? Like I need to figure out how to just kind of let go and let something run. So that was my plan. Regardless, it was still going to take time for me to get a VA up and running regardless if I learned all the things with it. So I was just like, no, I started deleting right on the program. I was like, nope, 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 nope. I'm telling you guys, that is one of the most amazing things that you can do. You can do it like I did it with our life on like the different aspects of what we have to do like on a daily basis. And then it just like, okay, if these things are not aligned with what you feel are most important and what you want to accomplish with your life, get rid of them, like just eliminate them. Um, and so that, I mean, again, that was kind of pre the book, but I think that that could really help because I utilize that like crazy now. Like if I'm thinking about something that I'm like, okay, I need to organize this and see what's going on and see what we have going on. I will use like the mind map and, and go through that. So I think that that can be tremendously helpful. Awesome. Well, I think Christina knows I, I, I do this, right? Like we, um, we, we got together and we planned out the year and we were planning all these different things to do. And then as we're like implementing it, there were certain things where I was like, I can't do this right now. So we actually pared it down. I'm like, okay, some of these things we're going to start in six months because I want to make sure we can handle this second show a week. Like the second show a week yeah. was taking more time than I really thought because there's so much work to find that many more people. Oh, yeah. So I was like, uh, cause Christina's like, Oh, well, we got to make sure we fill up that. I'm like, actually, let's just push it back a couple months. Like we're yeah. not going to focus on that right now because what's most important is the two shows per week and the course. So she's kind of working on the KDP course. I'm working on the two shows per week and that's it. Like we eliminated everything else that we planned out like we pushed it back a couple months because we're yeah. like, this is yep. too stressful right now. And it's taking away from what's most important. That's awesome. So it's so funny that it's like, that's just what I naturally do, but I didn't use the right language around it. Like I, mean, I would feel bad about it. And I would be like, oh, I'm not good at multitasking or I don't do enough or everybody's better than me. And all these kind of like bad language around it. Instead of being you're like, like the hero, you're like, damn, I could have wrote that book. Yes, I read the yeah. book and I'm like, people you're don't like, already people do this. Like, well, it is funny though. Like once, okay. So I do have to say, so it's really awesome that you are ingrained in like personal development and you read books regularly and yeah. you take in that stuff. Um, because what happens is when you're surrounding yourself with that stuff, like you said, you almost think like you talk to me about stuff and you're like, they don't know this. Like how, like people need help with this stuff. And I'm like, yeah. but you are running an amazing business. Like how, how do you not do this kind of stuff? And a lot of the times we just assume that everybody like knows yeah. what we know. Like we don't think it's a big deal because we do it yeah. regularly. And so yeah. it's just really awesome. Um, it's pretty cool when you kind of realize like, Hey, like that's, you know, I, I have, and there, there was some things that did align. Like I said, obviously doing like the mind meister and all this kind of stuff, but I feel like this takes it to that next level. It really does. And it's just like, makes me put myself in check on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. And it is so freeing because what it does is when, when I do that between that and atomic habits, I know we were talking about oh my that, gosh, one that book is so good Ah, between that one and the atomic habits, like it really is, uh, I keep saying the word freeing, but it is because um, it eliminates so much to where it opens up space for creativity. And um, one of the cool things that, so so John and I, my husband and I work full-time together and um, we, we definitely do different parts of the business, but of course we have to collaborate because it's really just us. So like figuring out how to run that, we're working on changing it by the way, um, and, and hiring and, and, you know, kind of having managers like take over portions because I read the book clockwork. <laughs> I'm going to reference like a million books, 
But if you need a kick in the butt about that, about building a business and figuring out how to like systematize and so that you're not the person for everything and you don't own a job, Clockwork is a killer book. Um, that started us on this path about a year and a half ago. But anyways, with him, we just started, we would do our weekly meetings um, or, you know, we would like monthly meeting overview what we want to do. Then we can do weekly. We have to look at what we have going on our, on our week and kind of decide who's doing what with my daughter, where, you know, is it a heavy workload for you this week? Is it a heavy workload, you know, for me this week, depending on if we're launching SKUs, like all these different things. Yeah. And so um, now though, like we just recently started, I was like, I'm pretty much like, okay, I want to get this business out of the way so that we can go in and enjoy and like hang out and do whatever because he's, I'm, I can like work um, probably m like all the time kind of, or just talk about work all the time. And I know like, thankfully he balances me out to not do that. So I actually decided to try something because I was like, you know what? these meetings end up being like super businessy and sometimes they don't go awesome because we're like, you know, it, it just depends on the mood and if we're tired or whatever. So we decided to just have fun with it and be like, you know what? There's not, there's, there's going to be minimal structure. We have to talk about our week, but you know what? Bring up whatever, bring up stuff about life. Let's, let's talk about the business. It's been incredible just to be able to like, just be creative and like talk about stuff and kind of wing it instead of being like super regimented about it. And, you know, there is a part in the book that, and we started this a little bit before I even got to the part, but they, it talks about play and how important play is and how like children, because they have the freedom and they're not super like structured or whatever, that creativity allows them to be really incredible problem solvers. And when you don't have that imagination and you don't have that creativity for all these different situations, it actually can hinder you as you, especially in like the entrepreneur space. And so people that like, you know, play and let their, you know, thoughts go all over the place can a lot of times think outside the box. And, you know, I bet you, obviously Elon Musk has an incredible imagination. Yeah. <laughs> you just think about yes. that kind of stuff. And I think that was, that's been pr pretty big for us because it can get stressful, right? Like if you're, I mean, this is what we've been doing full time for so long. So if business isn't going, you know, good, it's like, that can be very stressful. Um, so just to be able to integrate that and change it up a little bit and have fun, it's been awesome. Like there's just so many different things that now, again, it's not shiny object syndrome by any means. We figure out what we want to do and like pare it down, but it just, that creativity side is kind of like sparked. And so we're having fun with that. Nice. That That's is awesome. awesome. And it, it looks like your other half has joined us. And he, he also said that wine, wine is also good for it's vital for good meetings. Absolutely. <laughs> that is a significant <laughs> that can absolutely help. With it was oh. one of the things, that was one of the staples that we said. I was like, okay, let's try this. Have like a lot of fun. Oh, hey, girl. Laura's here. Laura. Hey, Laura. Um, but yeah, so we'll, I was like, okay. And we were just joking like the first one. I'm like, we're going to have fun. It's not going to be super structured. Like, let's just kind of like wing it and talk about all the stuff we want to talk about instead of always being like, because what will happen was we would talk and be like, okay, let's get back on topic. Okay, let's get back on topic. And it's like, it never let us like go like and do that. And now it's just like, we can just sit there and chat and it's best. And we've gotten so much done, but wine plays a great part. I would suggest <laughs> wine is a highly, highly suggested. All right, there. Christina, we need to start having wine at our 9 a.m. meetings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do, this, do this on Sunday evening. So maybe that's. A <laughs> we, we do our meetings Monday morning. You guys, yeah. Oh my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, maybe not. Why? Yeah, it's maybe like not. And then you guys can go live, and then it'll be a whole new show. Whole new show. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh. Well, and first of all, thank you guys all for being in the chat. We have so many yeah. good people. Laura is uh, Amanda's other half for the Hot Mess yes. Success podcast. Other half, other half. Yes, I'll show you. Like Hot Mess of Success. That's our podcast. Um. We are so excited to be able to continue to, um, you know, bring that for what we started it with. So like that was birthed out of the one funnel away challenge that we did. And we weren't oh, yeah. even planning. This was not planned. Like we were just like, Hey, like we're kind of accountability partners ish. Like, how are you going to publish? How are you going to publish? What are you going to publish about? And everything kind of like, we're like, we want to empower like women entrepreneurs. And so we, it took us a little while to kind of figure that out. Cause we, I mean, she's in Minnesota. We, 
like kind of knew of each other. We didn't know a whole lot about each other, but we kind of followed each other on social media and kind of like, I think, you know, we're, we're pretty aligned um, with everything. So we decided to jump in and do that. Um, and we, the premise of the whole podcast is I go, and I know you guys have an opportunity. You guys have been doing some amazing meetups, right? And so, um, when I started going to events, I started realizing that there's so much magic when you talk to somebody um, after that initial like, hey, nice to meet you. What do you do thing? And you're like, wow, this person's uh, you know awesome. Look at all that they've accomplished. And then the meeting after the meeting where we can, you know, wine is good, whatever. You're sitting there and you're talking yeah. and then you get the story. And it's like, I know that there's a lot of women entrepreneurs out there that have so much self-doubt that look at somebody that, you know, has achieved, you know, levels of success and are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe, how did she do that? How does she do it all? Blah, 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 whatever. And you talk to them, if you would really talk to these people, they're like, my, you know, life is an SHIT show. Like it's crazy. Like you don't even want to see me on a daily basis, da, da, da. And it's not that anybody's like fronting by any means. It's just everybody's goes through stuff. Like everybody yeah. has stuff in life. So it's like, wow, I've gotten so much like encouragement and, um, just a different perspective on that to where it's like, okay, it's very, um, inspirational, even those like close conversations. And I'm like, there's a lot of women that don't have the opportunity to travel and get that, you know, camaraderie, that one-on-one -on -one or that backstory, you know, they're seeing these people on some of the, um, you know, whether they're on a podcast or they get interviewed on a live and they, they are an author and you, you get to hear all the accolades but it's not that messy middle part that is very powerful. And every single person that I met that had, you know, awesome success was like, yeah, and man, I can remember I almost gave up right before this happened yes. because X, Y, Z. And so I'm like, God, there might be women that are in that spot right yeah. now that if they heard that, they just be able to keep going through and then boom, it's like, you know, like a flip of a switch or whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, that's what I think we really need to bring, um, bring out. And so that's, that's what we're doing. And we've, we've done a couple things because obviously we were totally new to this space. Mm -hmm. Um, but that was really our, our mission and our goal really just to bring it and to highlight, you know, these amazing women entrepreneurs as well. Right. Yeah. So whatever they're doing, be able to share and highlight what they're doing and how they're impacting the world. But, um, you know, that's one of the things that Laura and I were just talking about recently. We were like, yeah, that's the premise of this. And we really want to get back to having those solid interviews to where we talk about that story aspect of it. And then obviously afterwards we can share what the, what the person has, you know, is doing and accomplishing. Yeah. But I think that just can be so powerful when you're like, wow, I can't believe she was able to make it through this. And, mm -hmm. you know, basically I'm not alone type thing. So, yeah. yeah it's and I, I think it's amazing how many people have such amazing strengths and they don't see it at all. Like they have no clue at all. No, I know you're sitting here. You're, you're like got essentialism down on Pat and you're like, wow, I didn't even know this. Like, this And then not only did I not know it, I thought it was a weakness. Right. And I thought it was one of my worst things. Well, like, and that's what people know. Here's the cool part is thinking about, and that's why, like, again, I, I feel like there's so much, and I don't know why we feel so compelled to take on all the things. Like, I don't yeah. know where that pressure comes in, but then again, I'm like, you guys could be like, oh, society pressures us. To, I'm like, stop. Then yeah. don't, don't like, you're the one giving them permission. Like take your control back. Take yeah. And we're back. already entrepreneurs. So it's like, <laughs> Yeah. Who cares? We're already going against the grain anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's been one of the most eye-opening things doing this show is how many people I reach out to have absolutely no clue that they are amazing. Like no clue yeah. at all. Awesome. Like no clue. Yeah. And I'm trying to tell them and they like don't believe me. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll move on to the next person. But it's like, <laughs> and then I circle back and sometimes they say yes the second time. Yeah. But it's, it's very widespread that people don't know that they're good at things. Like they just have no clue at all. Yo, and you know the cool part about, and I think that's the other thing when you go to these events and the other reason why we want to bring out is like, again, when you know somebody or you see somebody that um, is sharing content or doing something like you ladies, you guys are up, up on a pedestal for a ton of people. I know it. Right. So like, it's like, you are like, oh my gosh, I would love to be like X, Y, Z. And then you meet them and you're like, 
you're a real person. Yeah. I know they yeah. humble. And it was like the same thing with like Kate Erickson. It was so funny that gal that I mentioned, because that's how we had actually learned how to do podcasting was from them. And so when we saw them at like the event, like they were like, I mean, they keynote all over the place and we we're like, Oh my gosh, like total like fangirl, whatever. And Laura's like, we're going to have her on our podcast. And I was like, Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's give that a little bit of time because we had just launched, like we had like two shows or something. Yeah. And she came over, she's like, hey, and we're like talking, I'm like, like, that's so cool. And then again, <laughs> realizing like, oh, they're a person. Like, and then yeah. once somebody can, once you can see yourself in that person, it's like, I can do that. And that's the type of belief that we want to be able to help, you know, women have and you know, seeing themselves. So yeah, and it's men too. There's men that also say no to being on the show because, or just in general, because they don't have, well, there's all different reasons. So I don't want to sure. speak for everyone. Some people just, yeah. you know, they're too busy doing something else, but there's a, a significant number of people that they are afraid to go on the show and it's yeah. men and women. And um, then there's also a significant amount of people that are not afraid to go on the show, but they think they have nothing to offer. offer. They say, sorry, you know, I don't have enough to talk about. And I'm like, yeah. I wouldn't be reaching out to you if you didn't. Right. Um, so it's one of those two things. And then of course, you know, some people probably just don't want to for other reasons, but it's, it was eye opening because it's one of those things you just assume like if these people, if you're looking up to them, they must know that they're special and yeah. they don't. There's yeah. only a yeah. very few that are like, oh yeah, of course, like, <laughs> of course I know I'm special. I'll come <laughs> on the show. But most, most people, I mean, the, I keep saying 75, I think it's more like 90% oh of people gosh. are like, no, you know, I, I can't because yeah. of this, this, and this. And it's like, you don't know yeah. how much you could help people. Maybe they read the book Essentialism and they're like, I'm just saying no. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm, sure. That. I'm sure there's a lot of people where it's like that. Saying, don't read this book into not come on merch money, my friends. Get on here. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, it's 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 just no. it's eye opening because it's it's you see it in person too when you meet people in person you feel mm -hmm. like oh you're gonna be the one nervous talking to people but no it's the other people that are nervous yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it's it's kind of just a universal human trait where we're just like somehow think everyone's better than us or knows yeah. more than us or yeah. has more to offer yeah. or somehow more special. Yeah. Um, or, or, you know, doesn't have the struggles. And that's what I love yes. about Amanda's show is that, you know, people reach out to us and they're like, oh, it must be so easy for you guys. And it's, it's not, oh my gosh, it's a hot mess over here too. And <laughs> if you only yeah. knew how many things fail miserably before we find success, yeah. it's like, that's, I, I love that you're showing that part of you know, the process. Yeah. So. And that's, that's one of the things too, is that, um, you know, I've been, I've been talking with people about this lately because people, I, I have like a couple of little uh, mastermind groups with some of my e-com friends and people are talking about like their passion and what different angles they want to go into and, um, different things like that. And, you know, I think, and I, and I hope, because again, if people are doing merch, KDP, um, print on demand, I'm um, getting into being an entrepreneur, solopreneur, that type of thing, and trying to juggle all of these things. Um, and they're like trying to figure out, oh, you know, my passion, my passion. Well, the thing is, is like, I think the biggest aspect is being able to appreciate and enjoy the process and the journey. And so like, that's kind of the thing. If you're, if you're looking at this and you're like, just, just embrace that because it's going to be it, it's going to be a process. There's going to be those ups and downs and, um, you know, being able to give yourself that grace to learn through that and understand, like you said, that there are going to be, it's inevitable that you are going to have struggles and mm -hmm. it's just, you know what, the people that are most successful get up faster. That's it. That's it. They have the same struggles they've encountered. They probably encountered more. That's why. And then they just get up faster. They don't let those um, things keep them down. And so just get back at it, you know, and, and keep going. So, yeah. And I think it's also the perspective of like what it takes, because it's like some people, they hit like a roadblock, like one. And it's like, oh, like I must not be good at this or whatever. And other people are like, what? That was like Monday for me. Like now it's Tuesday. Like they're on to the next thing and it didn't even like phase them. So I think like one of the things that helped me a lot was I have mentioned it several times. I had an accountability partner in FBA. Um, it was Jonathan Cleeter. And it was very helpful for me to see like what he did in a day. Like we would talk and he'd be like, oh, I did this today. And I'd be like, 
oh, I did this today. And it really helped me realize like, okay, I am not thinking about how, how much it really takes to be successful in FBA. Like, yeah, I would think I could go to the store, fill one cart, come home and pack one box. And somehow that was going to be enough. <laughs> right. And then it's like talking to him. I'm like, oh, okay. This is like what he did in the first 10 minutes of the day. Like, <laughs> this is what it's actually going to take. And it really right. helps you realize like, okay, I'm not thinking about this correctly. Like right. there's a lot more that it takes. Um, and so I think that uh, that's something that we all need to realize. Like we might think like, oh, this person succeeding on merch thinking like they're just better than us. And it's like, no, they literally did a hundred designs or they researched for three hours or they, whatever, they did yeah. all massive action to have yeah. the results that they're having. They didn't just like do one design this week. And yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's funny. I was looking at um, past, like, again, being, being in different aspects of mostly Amazon, excuse me, sorry, hang on, <laughs> I had a tickle in my throat, um, of mostly Amazon for the past 14 years. And so there's been different things that we've done. We did, you know, resale books, kind of like the thrifting aspect of it. That's how we started. Then there's, you know, RAOA, then there's wholesale and private label. And what I found is I can remember, and, and this is now I'm seeing it kind of universally, almost in a lot of things in life, um, is that there's kind of like a three year, especially if you're in something to where you're selling something online, is whether it's seasonal, seasonal or not, I feel like there's a three year um, kind of process before like, you're like, really freaking good. And I think people don't and it's almost a switch. And I don't, I don't really necessarily understand it. I can just recall it was with books. I felt like I was just going through the motions and, you know, whatever we were making money and we we're doing stuff, but we weren't like necessarily good. I didn't think like I knew like my stuff yeah. and then it was weird. It was like, we were three years in <clears throat> and I was just like, wow, like we just hit a groove and it was twofold. It was, we were, you know, going through and at this point in time, we knew the different places to go to get inventory. And then we also knew what to expect when we were selling inventory. So it was just that learning curve and giving yourself that three years. And there's so many people that are on these platforms that want that success in three months. And yeah. it's just like, yeah. a, or three days, <laughs> right? And it's like, my goodness, now here's the thing. Like, I can tell you that if anybody has been on you know, merch full time for like three years and like dedicated their time to that. It's like, it's like that um, Malcolm Gladwell, when he talks about 10,000 hours of mastery, like supposedly yeah. that's totally debunked now anyways, he kind of used whatever, but I still think it's a great thing for us to it's think a about. a benchmark kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Come on. So like, we're not like, I don't like check not out my hours. 10,000 hour, 10, 10, <laughs> hour like, it's all going to magically box. happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I exactly it's it goes to show you that but once it is and once you hit that mastery it's almost like oh my gosh and you've you've separated yourself so much from everybody mm -hmm. else that literally gives up like most of the people give up way down here but you most have people don't even ever start they That's talk themselves true. out of it before they start so they're in the groups for right. months or years and <laughs> and then you realize they never uploaded a shirt yeah, you're like yeah. Or people that have been in like, oh, gosh, I've been doing merch for like two years and I haven't. Well, no, you haven't really been doing it. It's like you've been then, listening to other people do it for two years. You've been, you know, yeah, you, you have an account, but here's the deal. And that's one of the things too, being really conscious of um, your activity and being very activity focused, not results focused. And I'm sure you guys chat about that, but I think that's just huge. Um, and we started doing that even now. She's talking about atomic hab habits, guys. Is that, am I switching? it back but that's what we <laughs> but that's so true over lies but i can remember like even with like we were doing like used books and stuff and it got to the point to where our volume we could kind of predict our sales based on how many units we're selling and even though this isn't these are just like random books that had a constant repricer so we never really knew you know but we could just estimate hey if we sell and send in you know 400 units a week blah 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 like this is how we're going to be able to and in our after a while, you know, the income did save up. So that's all we did focus on. We didn't look at the sales. We focused on our, how can we get those 400 units in if that's what we want to do. So that's kind of the way. And I know there's not direct correlation, but there will be. If you go and say, hey, this is what I'm going to do on a consistent basis, it'll compound. So mm -hmm. I think that that's something that people really, really need to um, 
you know, hone in on. And it's a, it's in a similar fashion to like what people in like their health or if they're training, like you can't, you can't go and say, okay, well, I'm, I ate really well today. Let's go check the scale. That's not how it works. <laughs> you know, so like you have to focus, you have to figure out what is going to drive you in those moments so that you can have that delayed gratification um, and get those results later. Yeah. And I, oh my gosh, delayed gratification. We could go so many different directions. We only got 15 more minutes, but that's a whole nother thing. People want instant results instead of delayed gratification. So that's a whole nother thing. Another thing is just overcoming obstacles and problems. I used to have like really bad depression and really like everything seemed like this insurmountable hard thing to go through. Like just everything. Like you'd have one bad thing and it was like, oh my God, it's the end of the world. And one thing that really helped me was um, uh, Tony Robbins. He was explaining problems and he was like, a problem is like a set thing. If, if this problem is hard for you, it's because you haven't become a big enough, like a bigger person. It was more like problems are easier, the bigger of a person you become. Yeah. It's not the problem, it's you. Like if mm -hmm. you become a, a bigger, stronger person, you're going to be able to handle this. Yeah. Like it, and it helped me realize like, it's not the problem. It's me. Like I yeah. need to figure out how to be able to handle one tiny thing going wrong in my day. Absolutely. And then as you be able to handle one tiny thing, one person looking at you the wrong way, one tiny, tiny thing going wrong, then you can handle the next thing and the next thing. And all of a sudden, like, things that I just feel like are just a normal course of a day to someone else. It's like, Oh my gosh, I have to quit merch. I have to quit this. I have to quit that. And it's just like, no, these are just normal problems you're going to encounter. I think um, that's the thing with, so the Amazon platform in general, um, I know that there's a lot of people that get frustrated with it as well. And I think again, because, you know, people will be like, Oh, it's not, um, stable or this, that, or the other. And I'm like, okay, so I've been involved in all different aspects of Amazon. We've actually been suspended, not just from our Amazon account, but also from merch. So like there was like, that was when we first got started and different things. So like, but with that, and yes, those are things that were relatively devastating. Both of those times happened in like the worst times. This was not a brush us moment. It was very serious, but um, like it made us stronger in this space. And like, I don't know many people in general that have had a business or relied on a platform or whatever you want to say, um, have been able to, cause it's transition. It's like going through different jobs and different businesses when you transition to different business models. Yeah. And so being able to do that and, and, and transition through that and not have any like major catastrophic, you know, losing a business or, you know, huge financial, um, you know, devastations or anything for 14 years on, you know, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I do understand that it can be a little bit unpredictable sometimes and unfair, but I mean, is that anything, you know, it's like, yeah. say, we'll oh, get a safe, secure job. Well, okay. Well, in a similar fashion, like, I don't really think that there's anything that is 100% stuff happens, life happens. Yeah. And if it does, like you said, you yes. have to figure out how to be able to deal and cope with it. Um, and not just like, you know, get all, I mean, it's the same thing with, you know, people that had put their money like in the stock market and stuff and out of their control. And now then it was unstable and then there's real estate and you know what, there's going to be a time when that's going to, you know, the market is going to go down. It's just going to happen and it's just cycles. So it's like, yeah. it's just how, like you said, how you prepare yourself to be able to deal with it and to cope with it. Um, and definitely there's times where it's just so funny stuff will happen. And I was like, do you know we would have been freaking out? Yes. Now we're just like handle it and move on. Like it's yes. like part of I love it. That's my favorite thing on the last six years of becoming an entrepreneur is like the what used to be hard is just like like I don't even it doesn't even register in my brain that it's hard. It's like just yeah. it's just normal. Like yeah. it you can handle so much more and it just the possibilities are so much more. You don't even you don't let things like that bother you. Right. Um, totally. You don't take it personally. You're just like, no, this is just how business is. It's not like I failed or I'm so bad. It's like, mm -hmm. no, this is just normal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, well, I think you're amazing. It's It's been so inspiring to see your progression. And I remember when you were going through the, the merch, um, uh, <laughs> situation. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you just handle everything so well and just keep, keep rolling, keep learning, Thank keep you. sharing your experiences as you go along. And it's, yeah. it's so helpful to everyone else. So. Well, thank you. And you ladies, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Congratulations on bringing out a course and staying the course with this. This is again, you know, something that is incredible to 
like you said, laser focus on. And um, that's, again, something that is is a superpower. So um, be confident and say, you know, I mean, with with what you have and your priorities going on that, you know, what, no, this this doesn't fit with, you know, yes. right now or, you know, this isn't. So anyways, um, I love that you guys are, are so focused and, uh, you know, it's just continuing to grow. And it's it's awesome to be able to, you know, watch the journey. And you guys have so much, like you said, you have so much going on too, like different countries and, you know, yeah. all that stuff. It's incredible. And you've traveled all over the place. And like you said, you guys doing meetups and it's, it's wonderful. So I'm sure the entire community is just greatly appreciative. And if they're not, because I just, I get, I get super fired up about when people like say, I, Oh, you remember? I remember when you were, yeah, you were standing up for us. You know what? It's funny because that that's one of the thing that that I, I don't get like upset about a, a good amount of things, but people that feel that they're entitled drive me crazy. Like you guys are doing there's so many things like you're not people are hopping on here right now. You guys are dedicating your time, which like you said, it takes a lot. I know like we're we put together stuff too. It's a lot to be consistent. And you guys, how long have you guys been running the show again? It'll be two years in April. It's you guys. That's like a freaking lifetime. Like it is a very, like I look back and I was like, dude, we just started in August because there's a lot of planning that goes into it. You yeah. feel like you've been doing it forever. Right. Yeah. And so it just really is frustrating to me that people come and consume and then they want to like criticize. I think, I think constructive criticism can be amazing. I think that if somebody like brings it up in a respectful way, because they want to help you, you know, progress your message and continue to share your content, because that's what you guys are doing. That's fantastic. Because again, this is free. So it's like, you guys, like you need yeah. to be, you know, be thankful. And you know what, Th then I don't know. It, it gets me, because it's a, and, a lot of work, you guys, like it really I, is. I told the same thing to Yang because Yang brought up something similar about like haters or different things. And I told him the same thing where it's like the reason it doesn't bother me as much is because I remember what it feels like to be in a low vibration like that. Like I used to be very depressed. Oh, I don't yeah. think I would write things like I wouldn't write mean comments or but be you mean to people. Them? But I would think it. Yes. I would sure. be just thinking everything was terrible. Everything uh, was hard. They probably have some special thing. That's why they're able to be see, successful. Good for you. That's why you're such an amazing leader on the show yeah. that's, huge. that's huge to be able to do that like like yeah that's something that is just awesome to be able to see the other side of it and your yeah. response was so graceful too and I was just yeah. like, <laughs> I was, like there are people that get out of it eventually I mean a lot of people don't but there are I'm one of the people that got out of it eventually um so I I totally understand how people feel because it's it's frustrating if you feel like you're not able to do something so you feel like oh it must be that they're just more lucky than me or haven't yeah. had the struggles that I've had it's hard to realize like no, I'm the problem here. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly. hard for people to come to realization like, that private message me and I'll re uh, suggest a book that you can read. Like yes. <laughs> we'll, work, we'll work on this. We'll work. Yeah. On this. <laughs> but uh, it's, it is amazing if people can make it their way through all the different levels of, uh, you know, feel, cause you'll feel so much better. Yeah. Like if you can just start to appreciate people and realize that like, that they are doing amazing things and not compare yourself. And, yeah. you know, you just end up feeling so much happier. And it is, it's, it all stems from personal development. It really does. We're not, we're not inherently like this field no. and minded, like it takes growth. It takes a lot of work and it's not instinctual. Like all this stuff is like, it takes time and it's little by little. Um, I know, like you said, you're, you're a big fan. You just have to find the people that like, like speak to you to help you like bring that out of you. And I know you said one of your people and, and mine as well was like Ed Milet. Like yes. I really enjoy his stuff. There's just so many. Um, I can't even say his name correctly. Um, is it Tom <laughs> Billyu or something like that? Bailey. Yeah. No, you said it perfectly. Tom Billyu. <laughs> there we go. Um, you know, there's just so many people. Like one of my like now like girl crush type things is um, uh, Brene Brown. Wow. Yes. 
she's she's very you know strong um you know chick in that aspect so it's just like all these different things this is not just of our own doing outside of helen who should have wrote essentialism um, but <laughs> everybody else needs needs to <laughs> get the books themselves she's i had my own set of problems yeah <laughs> she's got other stuff that she's working on but um yeah so i i just would really encourage people to to dig into that like that's again it's just not something that's supernatural it's not in our instincts right so yeah um yeah need, need that personal development absolutely well is there anything that you really want to talk about that we haven't covered yet i know we're getting towards the end and anybody you want to shout out in the comments or anything oh gosh i should look i'm so bad at that my husband there's so many good people that. i saw matt earlier friends we got strugglepreneur oh, here so you want to talk about i'm gonna i'll give a shout out to matt real quick because yeah. um you know I, I had shared with him we've been going through um trying to really figure out um kind of like the the next thing in regards to uh, what type of very um, intentional content that we would want to share. And so we're, we're really trying to be strategic and figure out, okay, what, what is it that we would want to do talking with my husband? Like, again, we have our e-commerce brands and I don't think we want to like put out a, a course on that stuff. And um, so we're just like, okay, what, what do we want to do? So I was tossing something out there um, to Matt and this goes along with essentialism, which is, you know, I kind of wanted to share um, is that, he was basically like, so what is, you know, the, the, the big end like part of it? Like when you're like looking to construct a business, like we had just went to funnel hackers and it was incredible, but Tony Robbins was just, I did not expect him to get so like strategic business wise. Um, he was like, you know, he talked about that basically being like, what is your, um, you know, business strategy. And then with that, like an exit strategy. And I've been doing, like, we've been in this space for a long time. When we started, we never, there's probably a lot of you guys that have, that's not how you started. You start mm -hmm. working, you're like, oh my gosh, this is a thing. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, KDP. Oh my gosh, this, this is an actual business. Now what do I do? Because I didn't start it the way like mm -hmm. typical businesses start. So, so we were like sharing with him and he like just basically asked like us was okay so what does that look like you know i know that you guys are focused on your your pet stuff what does that look like at the end like if you want to build up a business a true business um that's going to you know potentially be able to run without you so that you're the ones that's overseeing everything and then like potentially like exit because regardless whether you want to exit or not looking at it when you start something as what if I do let's structure the business that way? And I was like, thank you for that. And it could have went one of two ways. It could have been like, Hey, this is something that we could be fun and passionate about, or Hey, we can see this as being an empire that we want to focus on. And so I told Matt, I was like, it's number two right now. I'm like, we are so amped up about this, but we wouldn't have thought that way about it. And if it wouldn't have been, if I'm like, Hey, you know what? I don't know if I want to go all the way to the finish line with something like this, then it's a no. Then it's, mm -hmm. you know, it's not like we're, it's not like we're just sitting back being like, Hey, like there's so much that we can do and there's no lack of ideas. It's all lack of execution when it comes to this kind of stuff. So there's so many ideas out there. There's so many different ways. It's just how, and there's not necessarily right or wrong. It's right. how you're going to do it and then how you're going to execute on it and then commit to it. So, um, I thought that was really, really cool. And, um, you know, hopefully again, if people, I'm going to throw out another book. Um, but <laughs> the reason, because it was like with the exit plan, when I never really thought about it. And there's a book called built to last, um, or no built to sell built. to. Sell. <laughs> That's what it's called. There's, yeah. there's two different books. Sorry, but uh -huh. built to sell. And it basically like talks about that. It's kind of like a parable and it's really great. And it's eye opening. If you guys have been in a space for a while, building a business like and if, you, mm -hmm. if anybody's working it, i don't whether it's merch whatever it is and you're doing this as like a full-time thing or starting to generate a significant income you need to start digging into this stuff because it's it, it can be significant you know i know people that have i don't know if i don't whether encourage or not there have been people that have so, been able to sell their businesses you structure yeah. properly you can sell your yeah. merch business we yeah. cannot right now because it's tied to our freaking fba account that's a yes. FBA account so that's a nightmare but Hopefully they can fix it. I actually originally thought I would sell my merch business. 
Um, but then I got more and more excited about Merge Money and everything. And I'm like, I wrote that book too. Are you telling me? You didn't even read the book. She's like, I structured my business properly to exit. I'm very good at saying, you know, no, I can't do anything essential. So she's like, you don't even need personal development. What the heck? I needed personal <laughs> development. That's for sure. Oh my God. Like you said, in other but I, um, I did that. Is That's what was so funny is I really was planning on selling it. And then I just got really liking Merge Money. That's what kept me. And so I haven't. Obviously, I haven't sold it. I've you uh, guys look at this group. Kind of done. Kept Helen in the jam. That's why. <laughs> yeah. That's why she's here. <laughs> yep. Because I actually was doing FBA, and I was thinking like I'll grow merch, and merch will be something easy to sell. Like once you build it up to a certain level. Yeah. Um. But then I just got more and more where I liked it, and I'm like, so never mind. Is it tied to your FBA account too? Like your buyer's account? Like your or did you? Is it separate? It is, uh, it is tied to it, but I was kind of thinking like eventually I would want to get out of F. I n oh, never I thought FBA that. would be permanent. Like well, that's the thing. I was like, but if I, I'm like, well, let's figure it out. I, there will be a way I'm sure. Like this is yeah. not going to be something that it's just right now. It's, it's probably, and maybe you could potentially do it right now. It's just not worth our time right now to jump through the hoops and kind of figure it out. Um, but yeah, I mean, cause there is probably going to be a time when we do want to exit our main brand. So it's like, okay, how does that, how does that work? And I'm not just going to give them a merch account for the heck of it. Like, here you go. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, I will deal with that when we get there. There's, there's plenty of a uh, smart, you know, business brokers that know all about this stuff now, because this is kind of a, it's a hot thing. So, and that's, yeah. that's the thing too, you guys. I mean, look at this, like even from the get go, like Helen's thinking about potentially selling, like it, this is serious. Like this is, you can yeah. actually build this up and, and potentially be able to, you know, it, it takes a little, little bit to be able to, you know, sell yeah. it, but yeah, it's a, it's a big asset that you're building up. Yep. Empire yes. Flippers is what I tend to listen to. I always yeah. hear their stories of all the different, there's so many different kinds of businesses and so many different things. So I was thinking like you sell one, then you get this chunk of money and you, you know, try something different. Yeah. I was kind of thinking I would go the private label route, but then like sell it and then do a private label brand, which who yeah. knows, maybe I will someday. But for now, I just, I like what we're doing. I was going to say, you guys are doing an incredible job. Yeah, the yeah. Is coming out March 1st. Yay. Yeah. So yeah. Christina was literally developed training for her job. She was a corporate <clears throat> HR. So she was in charge of the training of the whole company. I'm like, yeah. are you kidding me? <laughs> You're like, let's go get it. Done. Yeah, that's a big thing. Like being able to organize and teach and walk people through stuff is that is that's a superpower in itself. So you guys are definitely a dynamic duo. I love it. Yeah. Uh, and I know to just be like, okay, I'll learn in bits and pieces, but you handle like you are way better at it right now. Cause it was so funny. We were giving like a webinar as like an added bonus. And my idea of a webinar was basically just going on live kind of like this and explaining how to do something. Her idea of a webinar was like very detailed. Like you should see it. It's like amazing what she does in a webinar. I'm like, oh okay, God, I need to awesome. up my standards of what a webinar is. <laughs> no, and like I said, I mean, you guys, I love too. And that's, that's great that you guys have been able to, um, you know, find your strengths. And was that mm -hmm. like, was that calculated really? Or did it just kind of like mesh? Did you think that it that was somewhat calculated in the fact that I talked to Brianna and I was like, these are the things I'm not able to do right now. Like, yeah. how can we do these things? I'm not the right person for this, this and this. And I was talking to Brianna and I'm like, how can we find someone to do this? Or what could I do? Cause it's not working. Yeah. And she was like, well, how about we talk to Christina? She'd be great at all those things. That's, so that, awesome. that's basically how it happened. That's amazing. And so have you had, so I'm going to give you another book. Have you looked into Rocket Fuel? Have you heard about that book? I heard about it. I haven't read that one. Oh, very good. I mean, it's, it. it's really, really good for partnerships. And like, that was very eye-opening. It was just something that recently I, I had actually listened to an Audible uh, past couple months. Um, and it was just eye-opening to say like, wow, I get it. I understand like, this is something that I've been working with my husband for 14 years. I understand now how we work and how there are parts that we need to outsource. Like there's mm -hmm. different things that we really shouldn't be doing anyways. Um, but also appreciating the differences that the other person brings. And obviously you guys work incredibly well together, but it just talks about like really being able to figure that out and being synergistic. And so that, that's a really good one too. So I don't know how many books you mentioned today, but we could do <laughs> we could go all right <laughs> at least four or five. <laughs> right. We'll have to like do a replay and be like, guess <laughs> oh how God. many books were mentioned. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh that's yeah. what's funny. It was appropriate when I used to have the bookshelf behind me. I mean, like, that's a lot of books. I'm like, 
I mean, it's been, I've had them for quite some time, but yeah, we have a pretty awesome library built up and yes, we have read what one of us has read, you know, pretty much all of the, the books and sometimes more than once, because I mean, you read them, you're a different person. That's the thing about personal development. If I yes. go back and I read a book a year ago, I just said, I just had to pull out clockwork again recently. And I was like, wow, there's so much that like now I'm taking out and applying now. Cause I did like the first parts that they said, and like, here's like the secondary parts that I, it didn't necessarily connect with me so much because I didn't have that first part before. So when you're a different person, you take it in differently. Um, so yeah, I highly encourage those ones that you were like, wow, this was a great book before you read it now. And you're like, A, you're proud of yourself for like executing on some of the things that, you know, was you wanted to. And then, um, yeah, being able to implement the the additional things that might not have totally connected with you the first time. Great advice. And that's what I, that's what I'm doing with the uh, quotes in the morning. Like I, I in the morning, I, I post that. a quote in Merge Money. Yeah. Those are all books I've read before, but I'm reading it. again to find these quotes and they're sticking better or things are coming out to me more than they were the first time yeah. that I read it. So. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I keep doing that. I keep seeing, cause I get to see those all the time and they are, I, I love those different quotes and even like some of the ones that I have read or I haven't read. And then I'm like, Oh, well that's on my list. Cause that looks like a good quote. Now I need to add another book to <laughs> Yes. Well, yes, well yes, thank yes. you so much for coming yes. on today. It was so fun to catch up. And yes, absolutely. Well, thank you for having me on. And Christina, have a blast in Tennessee because you're going. <laughs> okay. <it> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you get to decide. This is what we're doing. This is not, you cannot say no to this one. No. <laughs> no. Only because we know she wants to go. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah, no, thank you. I really appreciate it, ladies. Well, thank you so much. And thank you everybody for watching yes. and uh, make sure you follow Amanda. She has hot mess to success yes. podcast, Facebook page, all of that. Yes. Thank you guys. Yeah. Laura does that. Thank goodness. Cause I am like social media, like no. So she's like the queen. So you want to talk about being able to like pair with people like Laura's yeah. amazing. She runs our social media. It's awesome. So yeah. <laughs> Thanks That's for that. So it'd be like crickets for me. I'd be like, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Back again, guys. It's been a month. <laughs> right? Exactly. Still here. Hey. <laughs> but, all uh, right. Well, thank you, guys. Have a good Bye. night. We'll see Bye. you all on Thursday. <laughs> awesome.